This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. Are you well? I am well, thank you. Good. Just have some of the little seasonal um, irritations in the throat, so please excuse me if um, if I do need to clear my throat <laughs> again. And that's okay because I think this is where we are at the moment, particularly on a day like today. It's kind of catching us all by surprise. There's the sneezes and people waking up saying, why is my nose stuffy? Uh, and uh, we're just going to remind you today of the season change because it feels like we live somewhere in Sweden where it's always winter. Uh, but the season it is changing. And that's our conversation this morning, Wendy. This is really a, a lovely time. And today, even the weather just today has got everybody talking. Yes, it's going to be a lovely warm day. Um, and for me, spring is just such a wonderful time of renewal and hope. I just love the new blossoms that come up, um, mm. all the new plants that sprout. It just is such a nice uh, and encouraging season for me. It's also a time where people say things like, oh, I really want to shake those few kilos before the summer, or I want to get myself a little bit more active, or why did I eat so many Mari biscuits every time I made a cup of tea <laughs> during the winter time? Got to change those habits. This is a time where we all try to make a shift. But I think the possibility exists, Wendy, that we might not know what shift to make or we're just going to go crazy and it's going to be too much too soon and put us off doing it uh, for a longer period. Yes. So I think that is key, is making sure that we um, make the transition smoothly so that it's not traumatic for the body and that it doesn't set us back. Um, But there certainly are things that we can do as we move past this hibernation phase that we've mm. been in, um, and as the days get longer and as it's lighter in the mornings and lighter in the evenings. So there's a lot that we can do, and we can do it wisely, and that way it supports our bodies. What about going into a detox? That seems like a nice way to start a, a new season. Let's do a detox. Is that a good idea? Yes. yes. So spring is always a good time to, to think about doing a detoxification. Um, because we obviously have eaten a whole lot of, not necessarily wrong foods, but, you know, we might have eaten more of those comfort foods than mm. we should have. Um, we might have been less active. Um, and we, might, we need to help our bodies excrete the accumulated toxins. Um, so detoxification helps us to do that. Um, Wendy, some people say, but our bodies can detox themselves. I mean, is that true? Or does, do we all need to do some kind of detox, add something in or take something out just to help ourselves along a bit? It is true. Our bodies have a capability and they do that naturally. But some individuals have um, a genetic predisposition that prevents them making sufficient enzymes to convert those toxins. The toxins get taken up generally in an oil-soluble form and they need to be converted to water-soluble so they can be excreted. And in that process, there's sometimes a little bit of a glitch in the body. So not every person, but certain individuals will benefit from um, supplementing or supporting their bodies in a detoxification. But if we are building up junk all the time, we do need to help our bodies. So by eliminating those foods or those drinks or whatever it is that we're doing, that will then in- encourage our bodies to detoxify more naturally. Yeah, and, and I guess detox is not only about consuming some weird tea from the slopes of the Himalayas, you know. Uh, there's That's just, right. There's, there's just some <laughs> stuff we can take out of our diets and, and change and eliminate and already feel better. Yes. That's right. So I don't really believe in these extreme detoxes because I do think that they put a lot of pressure on the body. And, and very often we 
say, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to detox, so we eat normally today, and then all of a sudden, bam, tomorrow we shock our bodies. Mm. Um, and I don't think that's necessarily very good. We should always build up to detox, so we start by the elimination, and then if we want to go and do something a little bit more intense, we can do it that way. But just eliminating the sugars, the refined carbohydrates, alcohol and coffee, mm. and increasing our intake of um, vegetables and fruits and those kind of things is going to already make a huge difference for our bodies. Uh, and, um, so, yeah, that's how I would go about doing it. Uh, Wendy, you also mentioned just, you know, one day you do nothing and the next day suddenly you go extreme. The same can happen with exercise. You know, you wake up and you say, right, today I'm going to exercise. And instead of easing into it with a nice walk around the block for starters, you go straight to boot camp 101 <laughs> and then you hate exercise forever. Exactly. Exactly. So it's all about a gradual process. Um, we need to build up. We need to build up our fitness. We need to build up our strength. We need to build up our muscles. All of those things take time. So while your intentions might be good, um, I, I would say make that the long-term goal. Mm. To start with a gentle exercise, get yourself a little bit fitter, and then sign up for the boot camp. But <laughs> otherwise, if you do it the other way around, you are going to injure yourself mm. or you are going to you know, set yourself back and not love exercise and then not do anything. Yeah, and uh, we've had the water conversation uh, many times because it's just so important and the acknowledgement that some people are just terrible at drinking good, plain, clean water during the winter time. Uh, now's the time possibly as the weather changes, you're getting a bit of a push in the right direction to uh, consume more clean water. Yes, so we have had this discussion many times, but the water is obviously there. Our bodies are made up of a very large percentage of water, so if we're not giving our bodies the water that it needs in a clean form, and tea and coffee doesn't count, yes. um, then we are dehydrating our bodies. And then, you know, all the cells shrivel up, mm. our skin shrivels up, we don't function quite as well as we need to. And you can't flush those toxins that you're trying to get rid of. So it is a very um, important part of well-being. And then, of course, what we eat needs to change, not only from a detox perspective, but uh, just to start getting a, a, a different array of, of fruit and veggies, particularly into our bodies at this time. It's uh, beautiful colors and, and new flavors coming up in the new season. Yes. Well, that's another thing I love about um, spring and summer is that we have such a big variety of fruits and vegetables that are available to us. So, you know, eating the rainbow is yes. ideal because you get all the different um, benefits of those um, properties in the different colored foods. And obviously, you know, it's not the white and the brown foods that we, we would eat more predominantly in the winter months. Mm. Oh, can't wait for a mango and for a nectarine, Wendy. Ooh, I can taste them already. Yes, um, yeah, uh, they are lovely. You started this morning commenting about change of season. You might have a bit of a croaky throat there or a stuffy nose. Hay fever seems to hit hard this time of year for many. Yes, so you know, especially in Cape Town with spring comes wind um, and obviously lots of dust and pollen and, and that can cause hay fever or sinus problems for many people. So a lot of people are sniffly or sneezy or you know struggling uh, with that. Mm. Um, and so there are some natural ways that you can combat these things. There are some natural antihistamines and we can speak about those now. Yeah, let's chat about that. Um, I've always wondered about a natural antihistamine. In fact, I was having a conversation, this was years ago, at a wedding party. I had a doctor sitting at the table. And I don't know, the conversation went to somebody who had an allergic reaction to something. And until they could get the person the help that they needed, they just got this person to drink a lot of red wine. And that actually uh, stabilized them enough to get them safely to the hospital where they ended up having a reaction to the shellfish. Um, that might be something that a lot of Cape Tonians are happy to hear, but we're going to steer you in a slightly better direction, Wendy, <laughs> of some natural <laughs> antihistamines. 
<laughs> yes, we don't all need to be drinking bucket loads of red wine, although some would love to. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so I would say that the most common um, natural antihistamines would be honey, vitamin C, quercetin, and capsicum. And um, they all have natural um, properties in them, which is quite interesting. So if we start with honey, eating honey that's local to your area specifically, wow. the bees have pollinated themselves or they have transferred the pollen in that area. And that then helps your body to desensitize. Interesting. Um, so it's, that's quite a, that's quite, unless, of course, you're allergic to honey. But if you are able to get local honey, because that will be um, a, a more beneficial from an antihistamine perspective. That's fascinating. Uh, and uh, and still the good time for vitamin C? Yes, vitamin C you, you can use throughout the year. And it, it's such a versatile vitamin. Um, so it protects against viruses as well. But um, because of the antioxidants in there, it also helps for um, um, allergens as well. And obviously your vitamin C is high in the citrus fruit, but also in cherries, which are coming out now. Um, they come out towards November. Mm. And then guavas and kiwi fruits are also very good sources of, of vitamin C. Uh, we touched on the, the red wine, but there are other things that you could consume that has quercetin in it. What are some of the other things that could help us naturally as an antihistamine? So quercetin is a lovely one, and quercetin can actually be bought in supplement form, mm. but it's in lots of your fruits and vegetables. Um, it is also in your red wine. <clears throat> so that was maybe the logic behind the red wine with the I allergy think so. reaction. I think so. And then also in olive oil and in grapes and in your darker berries, so your, your blue and your blackberries, um, and uh, you would find it in uh, things like um, teas as well, um, sage, some of your herbal remedies as well. So... Um, it's, it's fairly um, predominant in a lot of your fruits and veggies. Um, anything else we can eat that can help us naturally as an antihistamine? Yeah, so capsicum is another one. So that is in chilies and in peppers. Um, especially if you've got sinus congestion, that can help um, for, for that. Although the, it can also exacerbate mucus production. So, you know, you want to just balance that out. But certainly it will help to open up those airways. Um, what about something? Uh, uh, what about something non-food connected, but uh, but more natural? Uh, uh, any kind of meds or a spray or anything like that? Yeah, so we get some lovely um, nasal sprays. Um, there's two types. They're homeopathic nasal sprays. There's two types that I like to recommend, and the one is Euphorbium, which is a heal product, um, and that's safe for anybody to use from young children to adults. And then there's a, a another um, sinus relief formula that you can get that has Lufa which is a more of an anti-allergy, so it calms the, the allergy response down in the nose. So that one you would use if you're not as congested, but you're just needing like a natural nasal spray to use daily. Um, and we're talking here about uh, pollen and dust and, and that. Are we wearing masks? Um, not all the time at home, but if you're out and about, I mean, will that help a little bit as well to, to lessen the effect of the pollen and the dust on, on sufferers? So the mask will definitely help to stop you inhaling the pollens or the dust. Um, but if you aren't in a place where you're wearing a mask, like at home, um, and you're working in the garden, you can you can line the nose, the nasal passage, with a little bit of coconut oil or some Vaseline, because that traps the little dust and, and pollen particles, and it prevents it from going into the body and and causing an allergic reaction. So you would then blow it out on the next tissue. But that's a very helpful way to be able to protect yourself. That's a clever little trick. Thanks, Wendy. Uh, you can go listen to this conversation again if you want to listen in, share it with somebody else and say, come on, let's do this together as a family, as a friendship group, as a church. I don't know. Figure it out and do it together and step into a brand new season. We're armed with all the information you need to make it a good shift.
Um, and you'll find this conversation again as a podcast on kpooper.co.za. Click podcast, click morning shows, click get up and go breakfast. That's us. And uh, just scroll till you find Wendy Christian and the freshest episode at the top of the pile. Wendy, thanks so much. Uh, great having you on the line with us this morning. Thanks for your time. Have a super day. Enjoy the sunshine. Thanks, Brad. Have a wonderful day too. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.